0: The Money Show, Consumer Ninja. That's Wendy Nola. Now, Wendy, uh, invoices as PDF attachments in emails—you do worry about the strangest things. Why is this a problem?
1: <laughs> Not just me, Bruce. It's a big problem because there's such a thing called um, business email. Oh gosh, what about business email compromise? Right. So. Cyber criminals hack into email accounts, either a, a private person or a company. They start reading emails going backwards and forwards. They intercept those that contain invoices. They replace the company's banking details with their own. And then they send them on to the unsuspecting client for payment. It can happen in the reverse, but I won't complicate things. And um, so client pays the fraudster unwittingly. And then the real company wants to know where's our payment and then it all comes to light and by which time the funds are long gone and, and this it's a problem. Um, and the reason I've been writing about it, I think I heard, first heard about it in 2018. Um, and, yeah, 2018. And it, it started off mainly with um, convincing firms because you can imagine the amounts of money that uh, go into and out of their uh, trust accounts um, so they should know about it um, I mean it was um, the legal practitioners Fidelity fund which provides professional indemnity insurance to all practicing attorneys in South Africa they excluded this cyber crime from the cover as uh, their cover as far back as July 2016 Oops. when the incidents of this shot up there were about 20 cases um, uh a, a week, uh, a month rather at that time. But why it suddenly come back and in come into the news big time was because of a um, high court judgment last week, last Monday, Judge Fanyol Madow ruled that top law firm, ENS, um, must pay Judith Howarden five and a half million rand plus interest, plus the legal costs of the lawsuit um, because they the judge found that the firm was to blame for the fact that she fell victim to, to this form of cybercrime called BEC, Business Email Compromise, and essentially um, they didn't do enough to protect her. They sent, their emails to, uh, sent her an email with a, a, a PDF attachment, which um, was known by that stage could be um, altered, which is what happened. The, the, the fraudster put his banking details there and Judith paid him uh, the $5.5 and it was such an interesting case, Bruce, because Ianis um, uh, said, "Well, if the court held them liable to her for that five and a half million rand, um, it would expose all conveyances, big and, and small alike, as well as all companies that sent emails out." Um, he said it was. It came out in evidence that it was. Well, pretty much the norm that most companies still did this. Um, and, you know, all companies would then, you know, if this happened, they'd be um, liable to to pay for all the losses. And they said the ripple effect would, you know, extend to all businesses and um, which would – and, no, that's not fair because this is a near universal practice. And the evidence was that really it shouldn't be. It shouldn't have been in 2019 and it certainly shouldn't be today. But the fact is that it's still happening. Um, in the latest um, uh, stats I got from the Legal Practitioners Fidelity Fund, um, was uh, where can I find it? Um, between October and December 2022, so very recently, three law firms lodged claims totaling about 3.4 million rand. They weren't the claims weren't going to be met. Of course, they haven't been met. Those kind of claims since 2016. But, um, and I'm sure there were those that probably didn't claim knowing that, but that's three law firms. I mean, this, as I say, th- these uh, conveyancing attorneys have been hit since uh, 2016. Um, but the point is that all firms, all companies that do it should be doing it a different way. They should be loading their details onto banks' um, sites, you know, when you get that those registered businesses. So, you know, like if you're going to pay your child's tuition for your university, whatever, the university is listed there. There are other ways of doing it. Plus, if you've got a new client, phone them up. Say this is. um these are our banking details. Tell them about business um email compromise. Tell them, you know, if you're not sure, phone us. You could look up our number independently and phone us and, and say, Is this your bank account? I do that with every every single time I get an email to pay. I mean an invoice to pay, that's been sent to me via email. I do this because I've spoken to so many people, Bruce, who have lost uh, a, hundreds of thousands in some cases. Um, so, yeah, it's, the, the advice to businesses is um, invest in, in the technology and in the practices um, that that don't put your customers at risk. There was evidence that there is, um, uh, uh, I suppose, software or program to be had for less than a thousand rand a month for companies. Um, it's called um, LexisNexis. They have secure chat chat, for example, Lexis Tracker, a conveyancing firm, says it only costs them a thousand rand a month, so there really isn't an excuse uh, to not protect your customers. And if you're a consumer, um, never, ever pay an invoice without... Don't go by the number of the invoice, for goodness sake. It's so Look interesting. The Wendy. Up, I mean, um, again, Google you'd, it. It's
0: simple. Yeah, you deal with a, a, the sordid underbelly of South Africa's service failures. Uh, but uh, you, you get to be, I think, deeply suspicious of people and their intentions. And this idea of actually following up on each and every single invoice you get the first time, you don't need to do it every time somebody invoices you, unless the bank no, details change, of, course, of course. And then, in which case, you go, okay, hold on a second. This smells a little bit too whiffy. Um, uh, but yeah, double checking yes, exactly. the banking details, um, and then you've got to hope that you know somebody hasn't hacked into the company website and has you know changed the phone number. And if, yes, of course, this is
1: oh no, don't even go there. Well, then you then you um, you find the person in the firm and you find their oh. cell phone number and you. I mean, I, I, you want to know how paranoid I am, and just as well, Bruce, because when I bought a home. Two, just over two years ago, um, you know, you're dealing with agents, you're dealing with the conveyances, um, you're dealing with uh, who else? Is, uh, the bank. But um, I got an email purporting um, to come from the conveyancing attorneys, um, and it was a it was a BEC att- attempt. And had I not really been covering uh, these stories, and I knew exactly what was going on. Um, and I checked, and I was right, and they were like, "Oh, it had to be you." And I was like, "Well, <laughs> it was well, I didn't, sp- I didn't uh, transfer considerable amounts of money into a fraudster's account, but it, it really is is rife, and we this we want to li- lose a lot of money. Um, well, look, this case says that the company is is to blame if they're sending you an invoice that's uh, and if they haven't put their, their own protections <sighs> yeah, in place. Yeah, but but it's still you. It's just.
0: It's still you who's going to be handed yeah, over to somebody's all- attorneys. It's still you who's going to have to fight it. So rather be safe than sorry.
1: Legal bills, yes. And, well, in this case, um, the the firm had to pay all the legal costs as well. But, you know, that's not guaranteed. There's a lot of legal fees to pay up front hoping for a good result. And, and in this case, she got it. And, um, as I say, huge warning for all Companies that are still um, merely sending uh, email, uh, sending invoices as PDF attachments in emails, can't be doing that anymore.
0: Thank you very much, Wendy Nola. Good warning, our consumer ninja, Wendy Nola, on the Money Show.